Lukutei Sichais, Parshas B'Shalach, Chelek Chof Aleph, Sicha Aleph, Volume 21, Sicha 1. Based upon the verse in this week's Torah portion regarding the manna that was eaten on Shabbos, the Torah tells us that Moshe instructed the people, Eat it today, for today is a Shabbos to the Lord. Today you will not find it in the field. The word today is mentioned not once, but three times in reference to eating the manna, and our sages teach that this is the source for the obligation to eat three meals on Shabbat. In connection to the third Shabbat meal, the Shulchan Aruch, the Code of Jewish Law, quotes a disagreement among the sages. There are those who determine that the third meal on Shabbat must begin with the eating of bread, or must contain the eating of bread, as the first two meals do, that this is what constitutes a meal on Shabbat. There are those who are lenient and say that the mitzvah of the third meal can be fulfilled with any food upon which one would make a blessing of mizonos. There are also those more lenient yet who say that this meal can consist of foods that accompany a meal, like meat or fish, this would suffice for the third meal to be considered a festive Shabbos meal. And there is an even more lenient opinion that states that one can suffice with eating fruit. The Alter Rebbe concludes in the Shulchan Aruch that one should not rely on any of these lenient opinions unless there is no real option, like if a person is too full and cannot eat bread without experiencing discomfort. Nevertheless, we know that our custom in Chabad, the custom of the Rebbeim, is not to wash for bread for the third meal on Shabbos and to fulfill the obligation of the third Shabbos meal with a token taste of something. The reason for this is because the third meal is gleaned from the third time that the word Hayom, today, is used in the verse. And the words associated to are, and today you will not find it. You will not find manna in the field. Therefore, congruent to the words you will, of you will not find it in the field is the idea of not washing for bread for this meal. But there's a deeper understanding that we seek. And the deeper understanding of this, as explained in Chassidus, is that the third meal of Shabbos is a prototype of Shabbos of the world to come. As the Bach too explains, and as is taught by Rabbeinu Bachya, that our sustenance in that time will be spiritual in nature and not physical. It will be the sustenance of ayin, the word ayin meaning nothingness. So this meal is not about a regular physical meal, and we emphasize this by not eating bread. It is when the sustenance is not found, and we fulfill the mitzvah of this meal with just a taste of something. Our holy Torah is a single entity where all aspects of Torah, the inner teachings of Torah, the customs, the portions of halacha and Torah are all one. In other words, all parts of the Torah fit one another and are a single unified column. Hence, when the Rabbeim and those who follow their path, the Hasidim, choose the inner dimension in practice, no concessions are made to halacha and no leniencies are being taken, God forbid. So we need then to understand how to reconcile the teaching of the Alter Rebbe that one should not take any of these leniencies 
unless eating bread will be distressing and uncomfortable with a custom of the Rabbeim that is aligned with the inner teaching of Torah that says that this third meal is not about the physical sustenance and so bread is not eaten, which seems to then be a leniency in the halachic discussion. To understand this, we need to understand the mitzvah of eating on Shabbos. The Alter Rebbe teaches that the purpose of eating on Shabbos is to achieve oneg, pleasure. The obligation then at each of the Shabbos meals is not the obligation of eating bread. We only eat bread in order to fulfill the obligation of experiencing pleasure in food on Shabbos. Accordingly, since at all meals on Shabbos, the obligation is to experience pleasure or delight from one's food, rather than to eat specific things, if eating bread will create discomfort for someone, not only is he not obligated to eat it, he's actually technically prohibited from consuming bread. And when he eats it, it will be the precise, op- as when he eats it, it'll be the precise opposite of the experience of pleasure or delight. As the Al-Tarebbe does indeed write in regards to one fasting and refraining from eating on Shabbos, that if eating will cause someone discomfort, the opposite of pleasure and delight, then his pleasure on Shabbos exists in refraining from eating, as and eating might actually be forbidden to him. This same principle would exist regarding specific foods. If specific foods, like challah on Shabbos, will cause a person discomfort, one may not eat it to begin with. In fact, if one eats bread and it causes him discomfort, then he is doing something that negates the point of eating on Shabbos, which is about pleasure. According to this, we can conclude that the obligation of eating challah at the third Shabbos meal exists only when this will bring a person pleasure, but not when a person like a chassid who follows the path of his rabbeim has no pleasure from eating bread, when a person knows with full and complete faith that this time of day, the time of the third Shabbos meal, the most spiritually uplifted time of Shabbos, with the dynamic of ayin, a holiness that transcends physical foodstuffs that can give one pleasure, and at a time that is reflective of the holiest of Shabbatot, the day of Yom Kippur, when like in the world to come, sustenance will not be about food or drink. For this person who knows this, bread is a cause of pain and not pleasure. This individual has no obligation to eat challah at this meal to begin with. In fact, for him, it's a halachic obligation not to cause himself distress by eating bread, but to just satisfy the experience of a Shabbos su'uda, Shabbos meal, with a taste of something. And therefore, our Rabbein fulfilled the obligation of this meal with just a taste of something, because they could sense the light that illuminated the third Shabbos meal. Chassidim, connected to them, learned their Torah in order to do as they did and to walk in their ways. We do still, however, want to understand if the third Hayom today in the verse is associated with today, you will not find the manna in the field, then there should not have been a meal at all at this time, just like food is forbidden on the holy day of Yom Kippur. And just as we find that Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechai replaced the third meal of Shabbos, which was Erev Pesach, with holy words of Torah. Why is there still this idea of eating, even if it's something minimal like fruits? 
It would seem that in several places of Chassidus it's explained that a third meal of Shabbos, there specifically has to be tasting of some foodstuff, and not like Yom Kippur when food is forbidden. Not because of the importance of the third meal, but in fact for the opposite reason, due to the fact that this time is only a foreshadowing of the time of the ultimate Shabbos. It's just a taste of it. However, there is a note written by the Rebbe Rayatz, who writes in the name of his father, the Rebbe Rashab, who says, At this third meal of Shabbos, when the Torah tells us, Today you will not, you are not obligated to eat bread, but must taste some food. And he quotes the words of Rabbi Yossi in the Gemara in the Tractate of Shabbos, saying, Rabbi Yossi said, May my portion be among those who eat this third Shabbos meal, thus telling us that tasting some food is of importance, and a quality of this third meal, and not because this is only a foreshadowing of redemption. Why does the Rebbe Rashab quote this saying of Rabbi Yossi as proof of this idea? If the teaching is about a halachic obligation to eat something at the meal, then the halachic obligation should be highlighted and quoted. If the intended explanation of the Rebbe Rashab is the inner understanding of why some food must be eaten, where is this lesson and proof from these words of Rabbi Yossi? If we analyze, analyze Rabbi Yossi's words, we can begin to unpack the answer. It seems a little puzzling. The obligation to eat three meals on Shabbos is a clear halacha in the Talmud in this section. So why, what exactly is Rabbi Yossi wishing for himself when he expresses this wish that his portion be with those who honor the third meal of Shabbos? The Maharsha explains that the reason for Rabbi Yossi's enigmatic statement which he also makes in connection to some other things discussed in the Gemara, is in order to encourage others in the mitzvah. But this isn't all that clear. If we're talking about something that is a hidur mitzvah, something extra that a person might do beyond an obligation, then it makes sense to suggest that one can be encouraged by Rabbi Yassi's words. But how is it fitting to say this is his reasoning when we're talking about an absolute obligation? It's impossible to suggest that Rabbi Yossi intended this actually as a heads up to others, to be wise and not fill oneself up in the morning meal so that he can partake of the third meal. It doesn't make sense that for something that seems quite simple, Rabbi Yossi would express his great hope that he be included in the lot of those who eat of the third meal. So what is the reason here? When we say that there's no eating and there's no Excuse me, when we say that there's no eating in the future, in the time of Moshiach, in the time of redemption, it doesn't mean that the significance of a Jew's physical body and that physicality becomes moot. Rather, the intention is that in the world to come, the bond between body and soul will look different. It won't depend on food and drink to keep the soul harnessed, so to speak, in the body. Hasidus is aligned with the teachings of Maimonides, of the Rambam, that the ultimate level of Olam Haba, the world to come, is after the revival of the dead, when souls will once again inhabit bodies, because a Jewish soul has a unique and special quality to it. A Jewish body has a unique and special quality to it. 
Accordingly, there is a unique quality in the obligation of eating at the time of Suudash Nishit, at this third meal on Shabbos. Since this meal is a foretaste of the world to come, when then too there will be a body that has returned to be with the soul, when the body will be receiving reward, thus the body has to sense a pleasure too at that time of this Shabbos meal through tasting some food. Both of these experiences should be present. The tasting of food and recognition of the specialness of a Jewish body and the ayin, the state of not needing, the transcendent state, and the not finding mana. Thus, actual bread is not consumed. In fact, more than that, it's explained in several sources that the feast of the Leviathan and the Shor Habor in the time to come, in the future, in the time of Mashiach, will not only be a spiritual experience, but will also be a physical feast. So the reflection to it in the third meal of Shabbos should have some food involved. Looking at this at a deeper level yet, the reward in the time to come is specifically when souls and bodies are again one. Only then, the value of the body will be seen over that of the soul, and the soul will actually receive nurture from the body. Versus today, when the body receives nurture, spiritual nurture from the soul, the soul will need the body to fully experience essential godliness. And thus, the third meal on Shabbos now has the obligation of some physical sustenance because it highlights the quality of the body in the time of the world to come and the eternal Shabbos of the time of redemption. This is the significance of Abiyosi's words. May my portion be with those who eat of the third Shabbos repast. It's the expression of wishing oneself to merit the experience of the time of redemption when the quality of the body is shown to be of greater value. We do this by eating something at the third Shabbos meal now. And therefore the Rebbe Rashad brings these words of Rabbi to support the idea that though the Torah mentions Hayom the third time with the words today you will not find, there is still the custom to eat something, however small, at this meal, as it highlights the significance and the blessing of this day as not only not a negative where we don't eat. On this day, there is no lack. Just the opposite is highlighted on this day. The quality of the day of Shabbos, the time of the redemption, when the soul is sustained by the body.